You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. going on everybody welcome back to nfl draft live yes it's not weekly cheddar on the channel at the moment uh jake shavink here with special guest jj Leahy. jj how are you doing super special best special guest yeah thanks for having me yeah man um hope you guys are enjoying your thursday evening for the viewers who are just tuning in a little bit impromptu i mentioned it on this on the weekly cheddar last night that we were just going to come come on here the next four days and just kind of talk about the combine and what's going on uh, today was a big one. Uh, it, you know, they call it def- defensive line and linebacker. I don't know why they can't just throw edge in there as a designation. It would make, you know, a lot of the RAS card stuff a little bit easier. Yeah. Um, no and uh, yeah, I think, you know, maybe JJ will just uh, throw this on the on the Packernet Podcast Network as well. So for those listening there, I'm, I'm, uh, Heck yeah. I'm sure I um, Hope you're enjoying your Friday and hope you're ready for day two of the combine as you're listening to this. But uh, we're going to look at JJ, I think just some of the maybe the standouts, uh, maybe a few disappointments. I know there's a few guys who, yeah, there's one guy I think, um, in particular that maybe had a pretty big weight fluctuation at least come in relative to what we thought he was going to be at. And I'm sure we'll get to him, but yeah, we'll, we'll take a look at some standouts. JJ, is there anywhere you want to go first? Do we want to talk about a potential dream that is might be dashed? uh for the green bay packers do we want to bring them up because I, I mean, there's, there's a couple couple different directions you could be going with this are are you are you looking at brillin trice i'm not looking at brillin trice i am looking uh at at uh our buddy here adam huddle sent me this uh, a couple hours ago, a few hours ago, and uh, Darius Robinson, his testing numbers unofficial here, uh, based on I think the dash times, yeah. But Darius Robinson, uh, as a defensive end, not looking great here for the dream of uh, landing him maybe at pick 25 or 41. Any thoughts here, JJ, on maybe just what you see on, on the screen here, or so- any thoughts on Robinson in general? Well, I mean, I, I still like the tape that I've seen of Robinson. Um, I, clearly, Robinson at edge is, is just not going to happen. Um, but I am right now, as we speak, trying to manually put him in as a defensive tackle and see how he yeah. compares there because here we are. Here's maybe our there's still some hope for us after all here. Here's Robinson at defensive tackle. 
Oh, you nice got it? Little, oh, yeah. nice. Oh, yeah. Right here. Uh, we got it on the both windows. So, yeah, we could take a look at, at See, what he looks like at defensive tackle versus defensive end. And that's, I gotta be you honest, know, I, I like part this. of this. The, the 285 at defensive tackle doesn't scare me at all. Yeah, I, I don't think it's inherently bad necessarily. It just depends. We've seen Green Bay kind of prefer over 300 for the most part. Obviously, there's the, the Colby Wooden situation of it all. And like, you know, he was grafted to kind of push inside, but maybe he's coming now back to the to the defensive end and play there. I don't know. Um, yeah, it, it's it's tough. This is uh, you're, a lot of you're people looking been at. If you're, if you're looking for like historical comps here for the Packers over the last few years, 285 is is borderline, but it's certainly not disqualifying. Um, you know, let me just throw a caveat out there to the people listening who are immediately bristling, like, who cares? You know what the historical numbers were. We're putting this out there for for the people who do care. All right, if you yeah. don't care, then just don't listen. Um, but as far as like what Green Bay has liked in the past, okay, two seventy five would be the cutoff that that you'd be concerned about. So we, we got a good ten pounds of like, yeah. you know, wiggle room there in between. Yeah, he's a little light and like panic mode. I think two eighty five is not too bad at all. And, and the way he plays, he's a very powerful player too at two eighty five as well. Like I know Senior Bowl, they're giving him reps one on one, and he's he's able to win against guards. And that's something where, you know, there's, there's a variety of ways you can win. You know, he, he loves to straight bull rush, but you know, we've, we've kind of seen him be able to kind of turn the corner on guards, which is, you know, a big deal. And I think if the yeah. defense is going to get aggressive at all, I think that, you know, there's no reason that he couldn't play inside. I know Brian Moffey's here in the comments. How you going? How's it going, Brian? He said, Goody would have mad 10 pounds. Um, also says JJ dreams of, of Tavondre sweat. I'm sure we're going to be bringing up his card here momentarily. And Janelle says, hello. Hello, Janelle. How are you? I feel like I was the only person who wasn't previously drooling over Tavondre sweat. So today didn't crush me too much. Um, and, and back on Darius for a second, like, yep. Uh, a lighter guy on the inside just means, you know, more agile. Oh yeah. This doesn't it just doesn't worry me that much. Which is good. I think that's, you know, something that I, I'm just interested because there's just so much we're speculating on to this point, right? What the Halfley defense is going to look like, what type of player he might want to add at, at each level of the defense. So there's still a lot of speculation, right? But at the same time, you know, we, we still have some Goody and Ted Thompson historical trends, which, you know, are, are, are good things to work off of. Um, on top of it, but this is this is good. This we'll, we'll take this at defensive tackle all day. Uh, the one seven three, you know, it's it's tough to be com- for him to be compared to with that ten yard split that we're referring to. By the way, it was a one seven three. It's unofficial at this point. I don't know if it's official yet. I'll have to look at the if if uh, Kenley Platt, by the way, updates these cards, these res cards, very quickly. So follow him on Twitter at MathBomb, but. You know, it's it's hard for him to be compared to like a Chop Robinson, right? Who speaking is, of is real quick, a freak athlete. Oh, I've got his too. Well, no, what the heck is Chop's legal first name? Because oh, he's not like I'm. I'm looking at um, a data poll that I got from Kentley Platt. 
And he literally doesn't have Chop Robinson in here. I, I know Chop's numbers. Yeah. What is his le- legal first name? I found this interesting. Oh, it's like, um, oh, man, it's it's spelled D-E-M-E-I-O-U-N, I think. Oh, I'm pretty sure that's how it's Marion. Yeah. Yeah. So I, um, I can see why he goes by Chop. Yeah. He he has apparently there there was talking earlier about uh, this week about like he has a lot of nicknames too. Um, Does he? Yeah, he's got a lot of them, which is which is really interesting. Uh, Why do I feel like we just drafted somebody? Like like as we're looking here at the Darius Robinson thing, and we're talking about like oh you know here's how this makes me feel. Why do I feel like we just drafted him? You know I I don't know <laughs> I don't know that's that's how it goes you know uh, the combine you know you the Packers fans and and fans around the league really all have. Guys, they really like, and then it's you know it's kind of like dive in right away and be like, all right, how'd this guy do? And so that's that's the immediate I think reaction. Exactly this is interesting. Uh, Eric Armstead, someone put this in the comments uh, on Ken's post on um, Darius Robinson at defensive tackle. So Eric Armstead six seven and eight two ninety two, um, and then the the forty stuff you know ten yard splits at one seven five. I mean, you know, not horrible. Put you know, I mean the what's the arm length? Yeah, arm length pretty simple. I mean Darius Robinson's arm length is insane, thirty four and a half. So you know, not too crazy comparison there. Um, we can go to this really quick. You know, let's let's get this over with really quick. Let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about Devondre Sweat because everybody was, I think, really interested to see what the weigh-in number was going to be. Stinky, um, and I know. Uh, Brian, correct me um, if I'm wrong here, but I think the back in the spring, I think there was a 346 verified weight for Sweat, and you know he didn't weigh in in Mobile, so there was a lot of speculation there. But like, all right, what's the actual number? Um, I don't know if Texas had him listed at this, but PFF had him listed at 362, so comes in at six four and a half, three sixty six. Big big guy, obviously, and. You know, is there anything you're really expecting from a guy at 366 to kind of jump relative to the entire defensive tackle class? Like relative to guys at 290 and 300, are you expecting any of these explosion grades or speed grades to be good? Like there's obviously one thing that like at nose tackle that like this is this is what you're what you're doing. Like you're not doing a lot of these other things that a Chris Jenkins is going to do or a Byron Murphy's going to do, right? Yeah, I mean, he, he, he's not really my type of defensive tackle, to be honest with you. I don't really go for the, you know, and, and I know that this body type is rare, right? But it's the, uh, uh, tag is the name of our, the the really big guy with like the 1.4 RAS that we drafted in the seventh round a couple of years ago. Oh, you're talking about uh, Jonathan Ford? Jonathan Ford. I kept thinking Jonathan Garvin. Wrong oh, guy, obviously. Okay. Yeah. You know, I, I know that that body type is like rare. And if you ask Goody about him, he'd be like, listen, you know, this type of guy just doesn't grow on trees. Okay. Well, they also yes. can't move very quickly. <laughs> right. Exactly. So it's, I, it's, hard to it, be it's quick. not really my type. Yeah. It's hard to be quick at, at, at this level. Can, can he obviously make an impact? Of course he can. Uh, as far as Green Bay goes, I, I just, I, I think, you know, Brian's talked about this as well. Don't think so. Pretty much 0% chance. I I just think that the the Packers know what their type is. 
They've gone to 330 with Slayton. I feel like this that's as far as they're going to go. And, you know, someone someone will draft him. Some, someone will draft Sweat probably on day two. And either they're going to plug him into a role that you see the Ravens have, what they have like a Michael Pierce, right? They have Travis Jones. They have a lot of those big guys. You know, you're playing five down linemen. You know, you want that guy in the middle. This is this is probably that guy, right? Like that's, it's just not, you know, I, I, I don't know if people were, were like hoping that, that we we're going to see, you know, a Jordan Davis type of thing going on here this week, you know, cause he kind of was, I remember he was in an interview this week and he's like, jaws are going to drop when I run the 40. Yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't I'm think not, so. I'm not sure whose jaw dropped anywhere. Mine. Didn't. Yeah. I, I, this is a number. This, this feels like, I think a respectable number at 366, but like, you know, if you, if you tell me he was going to run like sub five and he actually did it, then, then the ears would, you know, kind of do that double take. Like what? He really did that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, well, and it is, it is I what think it it's, is. I think it's important, you know, when you're looking at one of these RS cards and I love RS, I do. When you're looking at it, there is some context you have to bring on your own, right? Just because yeah. it says that his weight is elite doesn't mean that that's a good thing. It just means compared to all the other defensive tackles, his weight is massive, which um, racks. Yep. So, so, right. you know, it, it is being that heavy on the defensive line, actually a good thing. I would say not when it comes to the expense of a lot of these other, testing numbers being being really low and i, I think that yeah. if he dropped 20 plus pounds i think that some of these numbers would be a lot more respectable and, it, and i think i think that that you know if you're if you're looking at the trade-off of being that heavy on the defensive line and hey you know does it actually translate to a lot more power and ability to really sit on a running back how many running backs are going to be able to push back a 340 pound defensive sure. tackle compared to 360 sure. pound defensive tackle. Like, and, yeah. and yeah, I know it's not just the running backs, it's the offensive line too, but come on, they're 20, 40 pounds lighter than this themselves. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think with, with sweat, it's, it's early downs. It's, you have to be able to anchor against double teams. If you can't do that in the league at this weight, that's what your role is. And, and so it's, it's going to be very difficult um, to get on the field. Otherwise, I mean, we, we've it's it's been documented, and Eagles fans have been talking about this too. And it seems like it's the case. Like, you know, Jordan Davis has had conditioning things and like issues there at at his yeah. weight, and this it's not it's not three sixty six. So, and and he was another one like with Sweat. It's kind of the same thing, right? Sweat was rotating in a four man rotation a lot this year. Didn't have the snap counts that guys like Newton did. Guys like Jenkins, that like you know, Newton had like seven hundred some snaps. You know. Murphy and sweat were in like the four hundreds, I think. So, you know, is that another part of it that, you know, we were kind of, you know, when, when Jordan Davis thing was going on, it was like, well, Georgia rotates a lot of guys. That's true. But also, you know, it could be a conditioning thing where he has to come off the field sometimes. And that could be the same deal with sweat. So it's, it's all of this, you know, the RS cards, not everything, but it's, you know, you, you put a little bit into it. You also realize, like JJ, like you mentioned, it's like, he's probably going to be, the biggest, right? His size grade is going to be elite because he's so big and the speed and explosion stuff is going to be probably pretty poor because he's that big and guys that big just don't run that fast relative to the to, to the rest of the uh, crop. Um, 
Let's bring up uh, this guy, JJ. I want to bring him up quick as well because oh heck yeah, jumps heck on yeah. the yeah exactly jumps on the jumps on um on the radar here a little bit more. Uh, Eric Watts, who I believe, I'm just gonna double check something really quick. I'm gonna take him off the screen for two seconds while I check PFF. Um, but yeah, Eric Watts. Wait, what, what think, question do you have about him? I do you have him up? Well, I have everything. Okay. So he was what do you want on him? Where where his snaps were on the on I have the line. that. So okay, excellent. Yeah. Let's uh Let me filter to just him so I don't get confused about okay. anybody else. Okay. So his oh, snaps yeah. he Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I'm gonna pull him back up. Well he he had five hundred and forty five snaps lined up outside the tackle this past year. Yeah, this uh this looks like a day three moldable prospect here for the Packers who has the size to play defensive end. Right. This is I know there's there's been a lot of talk, I think, even on the like Packernet Facebook page and all this about like what what the defensive ends have to look like to play this scheme. And I feel like Van Ness and Gary are going to fit in perfectly fine. Some people might want 290 at defensive end. I think that's unrealistic with today's NFL. I think you you got to be athletic enough out there, and I think Gary and, yeah. and Ben Ness are powerful enough on the edge. So now it comes back to can, is Watts a very powerful player? I, to be honest, have not seen much film of his at all to this. I've point. never watched him. Uh, he had he had twelve snaps total inside. Okay, uh, two in the A or B gap, uh, ten lined up over the tackle, five hundred forty five outside the tackle. Um. This is an, kind of an intriguing guy to me, more so in run defense. I really was am not impressed with the numbers from his pass rush game. Yeah. Uh, so he had a uh, shoot. Is this fifteen or point one five? I think it's point or one point five. Now I'm questioning. It's, what is it? He's got a, he's got a good miss rate. <laughs> Let me. I got oh, I got to oh, remove this tackle rate. Missed tackle rate, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, 15% missed tackle rate, which is actually not bad compared to his yeah. peers in this class. His pressure rate is only about 11%, which actually for college is not that great. In the yeah, NFL, you'd be fine with it, mm -hmm. um, but not blown away. Right. In college, it's a little bad. 11.5. Um, it's, like, it's like baseline acceptable, you know, wouldn't cut you over it. Doesn't add anything in um, coverage, of course, um, yeah. on the four snaps that he played. Shocker for a defensive end. Um, yeah. But that's because uh, that's because uh, Joe Barry wasn't telling what to do out there. Yeah, I kid. I kid. <laughs> You're telling me he wasn't covering slot receivers. Dang. I'm telling you, he was not a three, four outside linebacker. How's right, that? right, right. Like true defense end. There you go. Um, but but as a, a run stopper, seventy eight point seven run defense grade from PFF. Uh, they gave him a sixty six point six pass rush grade. Um, he's what is he failing here? He's he's not hitting one of our Brian Moppy thresholds. Which one is it? Which one is he failing? Must be the weight. I don't know. Could be. At he's failing something. Six five two seventy seven. Now it's got the arm length. He's you know this. 
this athleticism stuff looks good unless it's but quickly with Eric Watts, if for those listening on the pod, uh six five and five ace two seventy four, thirty-five and three quarter inch arms, uh puts up a, a one six two unofficial ten yard split, which is really, really good. Uh yeah, this is impressive. Um now obviously this doesn't right, we're t- when we're talking about Eric Watts, we're not saying well, yes. Uh, look at this elite RAS score, third round pick. It's like no, no. It's like we're not gonna go there, right? Like this is kind of the thing. JJ and I were kind of talking about this last night. I think maybe even after we finished up derailed, it was like, you know, some of these guys just jump out and have like you know ten RAS almost at the combine, and their film's not like super good. And it's like guys are like, well, okay, we got better. Why do you think of this guy relative to like day two players? It's like slow your roll a little bit, but. You know, with if it, Brian says good, good using his arms in the run game, which is good. If you got that type of length and you're not using it well, I've got some questions there. Yeah, and apparently raw from a technical standpoint as a rusher. Sounds like sounds like he fits in in terms of like, oh, throw a fifth round pick, pick 168, maybe his way, right? If, if you like what you see from a toolbox standpoint, really for any team. I, I know we're kind of kind of focusing a little bit more on green Bay at this point, but like for any team that's look that plays like this, like especially Cincinnati, one example is a team that they play bigger on the edge as well. They're a four down defensive line. They like defensive ends as big. Another team that could, that could throw, you know, a, a day three pick his way, because this is something where, you know, you, you like to see specifically edge rushers, defensive ends or outside linebackers, however you want to, you know, uh, whatever bucket you want to put them in, a lot of these numbers are, are really good and, and can definitely translate uh, if the development track happens. Apparently, Brian's saying it's uh, the broad jump. That's the Mendoza number here. Nine, nine. Yeah. Not yeah, great, but not too shabby. Um, so we had a question in the chat eight minutes oh, ago from Adam about the Adam. Ole Miss edge. So he's talking about Cedric Johnson. He rolled in with a 9.6 RAS. Let me see if unofficial RAS. Um, this one right here. This yeah. We got. Yeah. There we go. 161. 260. So not super big, but not, not too small by any means to play out there. Uh, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of some of the stuff that I see from him numbers wise, 25% missed tackle rate is not great. We're talking um, nine missed tackles, 26 tackles made pressure rate of 12.9% is good enough. I'm not going to sneeze at it. It's certainly not elite, but it's good enough. Um, He actually had a decently high number of coverage snaps. He played 44 snaps in coverage. Now we're talking Uh, Gave up a 91.7 pressure rate or uh, uh, passer rate when targeted, 63 PFF coverage grade. His tackling grade, you know, I mentioned the missed tackles being high. Tackling grade, 47.4. That's well below average. Really not what you want to see. Um, Overall, his run defense grade wasn't great either. So he's, he's pretty much just a pure pass rusher who's okay at pass rush yeah but as you can see uh pretty athletic if a tiny bit short 
Yeah, I, I think another guy that, you know, maybe teams in 3-4 could look his way, but this is more of the 4-3 defensive end true type that yeah. four down fronts are, are going to look for. Again, on day three, one six one. if that becomes an official 10-yard split, that is an extremely good number to look at combined with, you know, good explosion um, testing numbers on top of that. So really, really true good defensive there. end who's maybe a bit of a liability in run defense. Yeah. So rotational, probably type player. Of course, early on, maybe you get uh, him to become a starter at some point. There was one more I pulled up because I wanted to talk about him because we're looking pretty nice here. Uh, for Braden Fisk from, from Florida State, or is it yeah, Fisk? yeah, yeah, 992? That was a pretty spicy yes. RAS. I like seeing that, yeah, yeah. And so, starts out the senior bowl week, do- a pretty dominant performances. Um, and, and the fact that he's you know able to land strikes and, and, and really kind of give himself good angles, um, to the quarterback through the contact phase, he's explosive off the line, he's he's you know, got some power behind him and he's doing this with 31 inch arm length. Like that's impressive stuff. It is not easy to have a disadvantage and especially a a pretty sizable one in that area and be as disruptive as he's been. I mean, I think all of these numbers, when you look at it, so, so Fisk for the, for those listening on the pod, six, four, two 92 is the size. We mentioned the 31 inch arm length, uh, (laughs) but the 10 yard splits of one, six, nine at two 92. That's really, really good. Uh, and then jumps up with a 95th percentile vertical and a 97th percentile broad jump. That explosiveness, it it's there. It's there on film. That is uh, things that translate. You're not double counting it, but it's just confirming what you see on film uh, with him because this is the kind of you know three tech disruptor type that that teams will look at, and maybe you're looking at you know him maybe getting a little bit of bump um in the media but like this is this is your teams will be looking in the middle rounds for that pass rushing type over anything else of get him in the rotation let him go chase a qb even if it's on third down like there there's room for him uh in the he's he's currently projected early to middle third round there you go kind of an older cat at 24.1 24.1 years old as of today. Uh, decent production for an interior guy. Yeah. Uh, one about one and an eighth impact place per game, which is is north of where you need him to be. Um, his pressure rate. Is uh, 10%, which is decent for an interior guy. Not amazing, but decent. 15% missed tackle rate. Pretty good. 25 run stops this past year. That's pretty high. Love to see that. Um, one thing I noticed with him um, that, you know, and I have not really watched any of his tape, but I do notice just his overall PFF grade went down from an 86.6 last year to a 72.9 this year. And in particular, his uh, tackling grade this year was just a 60.6, basically dead average. Yeah. Um, so the the 9.9 RAS, super duper intriguing. Love to see that. Um, 
But uh, when I do sit down and watch him, I will be paying attention to the uh, the tackling and the run defense. And then also just the fact that he's already 24 years old. That's sure. that's definitely older. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think he is going to do, you know, kind of the diet version of what the Bucks want Kalijah Kansi to be doing. Right. And I think Kansi's arm length is similar. Um, don't think, you know, Fisk quite compares to uh to Kansi in terms of how disruptive so much. um how they was disruptive he was coming out of college, but you know, so as I mentioned, kind of the diet version of that in terms of get him in the middle rounds and just let him go chase QBs. You don't have to have him out there in early downs necessarily. Um, but yeah, there there are some guys to highlight. I can bring up a few more if anybody's interested in a certain player. We'll see if Kent's kind of got them um up and running. I know the linebackers were kind of finishing as we went live. So we're kind of waiting on that, but any thoughts JJ on, on, on this that I want to bring up. This is all, this is it. This is all I want. This is, this is all I want. Peyton Wilson. Yeah. The four, four, four from Peyton Wilson. We'll take take that. I, I, I just tweeted Jiminy Christmas. That was my that was my entire thought. Man. Just, I mean, he's. I think he's probably the most fun, unless Tommy Eichenberg is your thing. But like the most fun linebacker to watch in this class, yeah. And like, really separates himself as like clearly top two linebackers in this class. No question about it. It comes down to, do you like his game or Cooper's game more? Um, but I, it's hard to not be excited about Peyton Wilson. And then, yeah. And then the, the speed is evident when you watch him. Yeah. I, I am, I, it's going to be hard. I think, I know a lot of people are going to like Edrin Cooper a lot. I know there are still Trotter fans out there. I know there are junior Colson fans out there, but like just watching and enjoying how Peyton Wilson plays and how, um, Cedric Gray plays, it's just going to be hard to move me off of both of those guys. Uh, once the draft comes around, because I just both of them just I, I just enjoy how they play and what they can bring to a team. Obviously, it's going to be a little different um, for both of them, right? Gray, you're going to see more and more coverage. I think you know Wilson. You could see him operating. I think with a little, with a few more hats, you know, in, in his closet uh, to say. But like, I, I'm interested to see what the full numbers are uh, with Peyton Wilson. But like, it, it's just it's going to be hard to. If your team drafts Peyton Wilson, you should you should be excited. And I know Brian is, uh, you know, going to be the buzzkill and pour cold water on all of our excitement um, because Brian, of the you, injury concern that... and the age concern. I think are both are both the things that are going to hold Wilson back from being a Packer. But it's tough because uh, you know it's going to be tough to watch him on a different team. And, and but he's he, I, I'm excited for him because I know. It's it's tough. Injuries, you know, battling that, you know, playing a game you enjoy and not being on the field is tough. It's not fun, right? Like that's, I, I'm I'm glad that you know he got a full season this year and he went out and dominated. <laughs> right, here, hey, here's the Brian. You got to do it though, Brian. You can't, you know, you can't let us get too excited over here. That's that's important. But Brian, Brian, the realist, um, you know he. 
he knows what's up in, in Green Bay's room, and that's um, that's important. So is it time, JJ? Is it is it time to talk about this cat? Um <laughs> it's time to talk about this cat. <laughs> so I don't even know what to I don't even know what to say here. The 245 caught me off guard. Yeah, That's... I think it caught most of us off guard. I couldn't believe what I was reading. I thought, hold on, this has got to be a different player. I don't know what's happening here. Uh, he doesn't look... had him listed at 274. He doesn't look 245 at all. No, no, he looks well-built. I don't... It's just, it's hard for me to, like, look at Trice and then go look at Jonah Ellis and say, oh, yeah, Jonah Ellis, at least, you know, what he was listed at, it was 246 and go... I don't see it. I don't know what's going on now. Could Trice I mean, have I mean, trimmed weight for the is combine? Not the or... tallest ever, but still, no. he doesn't. He, even at six three, he doesn't look two forty five. And I know he was, yeah, and I know he was listed at six uh, six four. I saw Brian's comment just now. Uh, I know he's listed at six four, so like six three and a half coming in at it. That doesn't necessarily surprise me, right? You, you kind of assume that teams are mostly you know inflating the height numbers, but this is just shocking. Um, I think his line. I'm intrigued to see how he would look as a linebacker. To be honest, um, I haven't gone in and, and tried that yet. But yeah, to come in and and kind of the one six five isn't isn't bad. Um, he's now I don't a... know if he's done the other stuff. I know someone was talking about like, oh, you know, he was doing this injured, and I'm like, well, why would he do that? Unless he got hurt during a forty, but like to drop that much weight, you know, it's, it's strange now because he now has turned himself into a three, four outside linebacker at two forty five. And again, he's really good rushing the passer, right? Like we, we've seen him wait 70 pressures last year. Dude's just, dude's just racking them up <laughs> week in and week out. Um, and well, but he, you know, he also had, Oh, an absurd 466 pass rush attempts. He had a 15% yeah, pressure rate, which is solid. It's not insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. You know, if we're talking about moving him to outside backer, there's clearly going to have to be some retooling of his game. No question. Yeah. He played 45 snaps and coverage this past year. He yeah, was going to have to do some of that for sure. If he's going to he play out there. Fine. He was fine in coverage. Yeah. Not anything to really blow you away. Um, misses a third of his tackles. Don't love that. Yeah, that's it's so tough watching him on film sometimes because you're like, oh man, look at that. He's in the backfield again. Oh my gosh, how have you missed this guy? <laughs> oh, this the sack was waiting there for you. And so, like, I, I just feel like he could have had, you know, it feels Brian, like I, there's sometimes that he could have had 20 sacks, and it's just like, man, just just Brian, are you tough, trying you know? to tell us that Braylon Trice dropped 25 pounds? It's possible. I, I wouldn't rule it out. Look like he lost twenty five pounds. He looks no, maybe eight pounds lighter. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I. If he came in at like two sixty, I wouldn't have been as shocked. It just like okay, that's you know is what it is. I two sixty. Yeah, he could probably could. It's just very shocking to see it that that number. I'm still blown away. I'm standing here, you know, an hour, you know, however much later. And just, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. So, so I'm wondering is, yeah, if this is. Maybe he had a really bad flu. (laughs) 
it just was just a horrendous last week. It just, you know, there was nothing you could do about it. Yeah, I'm wondering if he started cutting and he was playing at 260. Playing at like 258. That would explain a lot, but then why would why would you keep? I just and then you understand. kept going? Yeah, I don't know. That <laughs> I don't know. That's that's a tough one for me. I'm not sure. So again, this does does this sink him? No, of course not. It doesn't sink him. It's just as you said, JJ, it's like he's he's gonna stick at 245. He's gonna be dropping to coverage, and he better be be ready to do so. Like that's how it's gonna be. If you're at 270, like um so is, I, is do we know if he's gonna do some agility testing at his pro day? Um I do would have an assume, idea. I would assume that most guys are gonna because I, I don't feel like Trice is like the guy where he's like, oh, you know, I'm, you know, a top 10 pick. I don't need to do the agilities. It's just if he doesn't do them, it, it's very clear that it's like, OK, like probably doesn't like what he's what he sees. Adam say he didn't look great running the 40. I would like to comment that I did not see uh, any of these guys really run the 40 other than Wilson and some of the linebackers. But that's yeah, I. That's uh I mean, again, you know, guess well, who else Trey, didn't look great? Let's put it this way, Adam, as well. Yeah. You know, Kyle Hamilton didn't look good running the 40. Guy was like, we even couldn't run the straight line. So, like. I, I have to make a confession. Okay. Go ahead. Among other things, but this was definitely the nail in the coffin. Okay. I, I, I let Kyle Hamilton's combine performance sway me and I, I dropped him way down that's fair i also didn't just the, the way he played safety in college it just wasn't quite for me um but but definitely it was the combine performance that swayed me the most and i that was a big miss by me and that's the that's the thing right the combine performance is like t higgins didn't do well at the combine you know they're they're pl- puka nakua didn't run very fast so it, it's tough. It's tough. It's a tool. It's nice. You know, it can confirm a lot. Oh, it's, it's dangerous looking at the cards, <laughs> you know, um, I want to get the, well, Tim. I want to get Tim on this too, but go ahead really quick. Jay, you go ahead. No, you, you go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I was just going to bring this up because Tim Solfest brought up what are your thoughts on uh, Mohamed Kamara? I obviously going to use the excuse to the question about him to, to bring up uh, his card at six, one and three, ace two forty eight. Uh, after that, after that, two forty eight, liking we're liking the one five eight uh, split now. If you put him as like linebacker, which guys like Dallas Turner, right, and Nolan Smith, and guys like that are considered linebackers, you might see this number dip a little bit. Not sure he's going to play true defensive end. Two forty eight, um, probably going to be like once again doing outside linebacker stuff. Uh, but he looks explosive. He only played he's, eight he's... coverage snaps this past year. Just eight. Yeah, well. He lined up outside the tackle 568 times, rushed the passer 342 times. Okay. Another 262 snaps in, in run defense. He was he only dropped in coverage eight times. Yeah. I, I, I like Kamara, but he's just so freaking short. Yeah, he is a little, um, a little shorter. And I and I guess I maybe this is a good question for you. How much do you care about height with an edge rusher? Um, a little. I think there's times where obviously low man can win, but if you're winning, I mean, 
it helps you dip and bend if you can do it, you know. Um, right. But, you know, traditionally, you know, 6'4", six, 6'3", six, like that's usually where you want it. I To me, I, I'm not really bothered if you have, you know, a lot of answers as a rusher. I think that's the biggest thing. You know, if, if you're 6'1", but you like have all the answers, you, you know, say you were like 6'1", and you have Latu's bag of, of, of rush moves, I'm not concerned. Um, I think with Kamara, really, is his his explosiveness, his ability to kind of win through contact on like some inside moves on the outside track while also getting contacted and like he keeps moving his feet. That's really, really good uh, in that regard. I'm sure he's going to be probably labeled a pass rush specialist, but there are always plenty of those in the league that, that can uh, perform well week in and week out. So I, I'm good with Mo Kamara. I, I don't think he's going to be in Green Bay, but I do think teams that are going to put put the, the outside linebacker tag on him is probably where he's going to go. And if he's just coming in initially, probably on third downs and you're letting him hunt QBs on, on third downs, that sounds good to me. I think given the uh, poor level of competition he faced in the Mountain West, yeah, the 11 missed tackles matters to me a lot more than it might if he was playing in the Big Ten or the SEC or, sure. or the Pac-12 even this year. Um I mean, he's fourth overall in this class in in uh, pressure rate at nearly nineteen percent, and that's absolutely absurd. Um, mm-hmm. But I guess I would I would like to see a little better run defense from him. Sure, given that he's coming from such a stinking small school in such a tiny conference. Yeah, that's fair. Um, you know, and, and he's projected right now around one twenty overall, which which I think is it's reasonable. I think it's great. You know, I, I think I think for kind of kind of for who he has been and where he's played, I think 120 is fantastic. And um, yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see. Hey, Brian, you shut your mouth about the Mac. I'm not going <laughs> to hear it from you. Shut is it. this a shot at Toledo? How? Do yeah, Brian. Brian. You're, you're, Brian is the biggest talking down to Toledo. Oh, man. <laughs> and CMU is going to come swinging for you. <laughs> Uh, Tim also said Muhammad's tape looked pretty good. I, I, yeah, I think so. Especially as a rusher. I think it looked, it looked, he, he did really well. Uh, he obviously had a nice shrine bowl as well. So I, I think there's, yeah, there's plenty to like there for teams that are going to stick with that kind of three, four, they're going to have an outside linebacker, you know, pushing that, you know, seven wide nine tech, stuff like that. So yeah. Um, Adam also said regarding trice really quick, he didn't look smooth. Like I thought he would down 20 pounds. Yeah, that's it's not great. And yeah, Tim, I think I mean at 270, it just seems like Tim that he dropped weight and was like consistently doing so, as Brian mentioned a little before, like he was preparing for this 40 apparently and just dropping weight. So side um, note on on Brian. Brian okay. lives in California. Yep. So this is why he's biased toward the Mountain West and against the Mac. <laughs> so Brian, you, the, we'll, we'll you, have our maction without you. You and, could be, you, you could, could be onto something there. You could. Be Brian honest. talking about the Mac is like me talking about like. Actually, I don't want to say. Yeah, we'll we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it there. Uh, Brian, to bring this up really quick, I want to bring up Chris Jenkins. Let's do that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll take that this. Only six two. He looks taller to me than six two. He does. He does seem like he is the guy that's like tall, but he plays with such good leverage 
that you just kind of don't maybe notice the height that much. And it's like, okay, six, two and three quarters. That's fine. 299, I think is, is plenty <laughs> more biased towards, Hey, he's admitting it. Brian's biased towards the pac 12. Brian, I like the pac Brian's pipe dream. I predict Brian's pipe dream is uh mountain West pack two merger. Keep the pack name. <laughs> I predict that's his pipe dream. Pack West, which is probably the best plan moving forward for Ooh, the, pack. the Mountain Pack. The Mountain Pack. I kind of like that. Bad. I kind of like that. I don't know. There's some, there's something to that. Um. Back so Chris back. Jenkins, really quick. Uh, yeah. So two ninety nine, like that. Uh, Brian said he had a blessed um measurement of him at like two ninety two, which was scaring me a little bit because I'm like, man, just. Get me to 300. Basically gets there. Uh, 169, 10-yard split. Nice. 9-7 broad jump. 95th percentile. The vertical's fine. 34-inch arm length. How about it? We like that. I think we're we're firmly here. We're firmly here with, with, with Chris Jenkins. That's Those are good numbers. Glad that we're close to 300. Uh, JJ, any thoughts on, on, on Jenkins? Give me like 10 seconds to pull up the note I wanted to look at. All right. You I got lib? you. I got you. I can ad lib. <laughs> I could go to another player. <laughs> I don't know if that's that's probably not the move. That's probably not the move. Uh right. Chris Jenkins, someone Chris... took him in our did someone take him in our mock? Chris Jenkins. Uh, yeah, you did. you did. I did. I did. Yeah, you did. Excellent. Oh, yeah. That's um, I, I just wanted like to, to double check like one of my new resources, which okay. is uh Ryan Pack Daddy did a podcast about this, I don't know, like yesterday or something. Okay. Talking about Kevin Cole's tweet thread, which I high, highly recommend. Go check oh. it out. At Kevin Cole with three underscores at the end. <laughs> and uh, three underscores. Yeah. But I love it. So, so he's got a nice thread of attributes and their correlation to either draft position or NFL value. And, um, you know, so you find stuff like, for example, teams drastically overvalue the 40 time for a bunch of positions, especially wide receiver. Yes. But one of the nice things is it also shows like, hey, how much does, for example, arm length matter to interior defenders? The answer is like, basically not at all so long arms here on chris jenkins and i just want to say kevin cole's new chart here says that we shouldn't really care about that as much as we should care about uh for example his three cone which he didn't run <laughs> i don't see any information on the three cone it would have been nice if you to bother to run the theme. three cone chris jenkins or at least if uh kentley platt could have had the number for us when he Brian, do you know, did, uh, did Chris Jenkins run the three cone? Do we have that yet? I, that, that's the tough part about this. If, if, if he does, by the way, evening, Peter, hello, how are you doing? Um, that's the tough part. Like some of these are going to be finished tomorrow. So we'll get like the full cards and all the official times yeah. for a lot of these guys tomorrow. Unfortunately, <laughs> we're not going to be live during the day when these are, you know, being posted, which is tough, but you know, all I gathered from that is Kevin Cole says arm length doesn't matter, but he wants us to notice that he has a longer underscore um, in his Twitter handle. 
So <laughs> underscore underscore length matters in the Twitter handle though apparently. So hey, there, there's a lot of things. Saying. There's a lot of things with the new version of Twitter slash X that you know maybe are not people's favorites. But one thing I really appreciate that they have done is that they have changed the way the characters are rendered in your username so that people can't use like a lowercase l uh you know uppercase i to confuse you and stuff and so if someone has three underscores in their username now you can clearly see the gap in between the underscores and you don't have to like try and select it and count how many you can just see it so i i do appreciate that i like that that's good to hear all right, couple of first rounders that I want to bring up really fast. Um, You're going to do Jared verse, aren't you? Well, now that you mentioned him, sounds good. Let's do him too. Okay, we can do Jared verse. <laughs> All right, he's. Uh, I was just going to go. Ooh, ooh, we'll get to that. Some of the linebacker ones are in. Now let's do these two. I want to talk about these two instead. Where the heck did he go? Kent's um, website is still broken, so I'm having to input all the data yeah. manually, and it has me in like the little bit of uh, cranky mood as I'm trying to like make sure I have every prospect ready before we talk about them. That's yeah. But we got a, what a nine point four for Jared Verse. Why can I not? Can't do a bunch of updates. It feels like he has. And so I'm like losing my place now. Okay, I found him. All right, let's grab these two guys quick. Some of the linebackers ones are in. We'll get to those really quick as well. Uh, yes, okay. Peter. Yes, he did. He did do very well uh, today. Let's talk Chop Robinson really quick. Um, yeah. 40. Holy smokes, man. <laughs> oh, goodness. Now, 40, not as big a deal, but it's just cool. It amazes uh, that it, me that there are people out there who still don't know that Chop Robinson is a Packer. <laughs> oh, yes. Love it. Um, 6 2 and 7 A's 254. Uh, runs an unofficial 449. Sick. Uh, 1.454 uh, 10 yard split. Sick. Uh, the jumps look good. Goodness sakes. Are we just, are we, are we just throwing the Sam linebacker tab on Robinson? Like I feel like he's fluid moving back in coverage. Does he have great? You keep like, wanting to put all these guys, coverage, but like, whoo! You keep wanting to make all these guys these uh, off-ball linebackers who we just don't have like any college tape of them in coverage. So I can't comment on that. Chop has 15 coverage snaps in 2023. What am I supposed to do with that? I, I don't like know. I, saw I can't tell those you in one coverage. game. I feel like I've seen right? at least half of that. I, I want I'm wondering how many snaps of coverage he had in West Virginia game. I wonder if it's half of them. I just think he looks extremely fluid, like extremely fluid. Like he what I should do is pull his 22 pedal in, in like, you know, dropping into the flat, like, and then closing to make a play. Like, I, I don't know. He just, he moves different. That would be kind of sick. Brian. What if we put him at middle linebacker, like play played middle linebacker. I saw Ben Solak tweet like, you know, this is not my, this is um, hashtag not my linebackers because they're all like under 240 now, right? So like, yeah, I, you know, hey, here you go right here, 254. Want to play some linebacker? Let's do it. Like, I don't know. I, I think it'd be extremely fun to have Green Bay with, you know, 
Van Ness and Gary are playing defensive end, and then just dropping Chop Robinson as the fifth man there on the line is basically the same linebacker. And it's just All like right. how pressure packages with those guys would just be utterly absurd. How many snaps last year do you think he played in the box, not on the D-line? In the box? Eight. And, and I'll, I'll give you a hint. I'm going to tell you how many total snaps he dropped into coverage. Okay. So, you know, that's num- that number is going to be bigger than the number of snaps he played in the box. He played 35 total coverage snaps in 2022. So how many that's do you cool. think were not on the D-line? Um, How many were not on the D-line? Four. Oh, wow. You're really close. It's two. Dang it. I was expecting to be way off and be like, oh, 24. No, no, I, I, I was like, there's probably because he like he definitely like lines up like on, at least against West Virginia, especially like he's lining up on the line and then dropping. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, this is what it is. Yeah. Green and gold draft report. Someone did. I think Marcus Mosher posted that he was the fastest okay. 10 yard split ever for a guy above 250. Yeah, I did see that. I did. Which, see that. yes, that is true. Which is nuts, and and yeah, he, his it, first three steps. Like, if he gets more consistent with his hands, I'm officially scared. <laughs> if I'm playing against him, because there's just things where like crossing the face with an inside move, and like just just disruption is kind of like his game at this point, and it's just yeah. it's wild to watch him cover so much ground. And to me, that's just like screaming, you know, th- you know, throwing this out there. Not not serious, of course, but like, is he the is he the answer to our single high problems of safety that we got to figure that out? Like, you know, he's, he's going to be the he's going to do everything. Halfway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're like, you know, we got a guy who could cover Kittle. It's like, yes, here he is. Like, let's do it. Um, I love it. All seriousness. It. All kidding aside here, but like that's. He, he moves different. He does. It's, it's 100 percent true. And I know, JJ, you said he's. Edge two, right now, for you, I think, or he's just in the top two. You maybe haven't decided between him and him and Latu. Oh, I don't know. I mean, probably it's it's probably those two. I mean, there's a lot to like with Jared Verse as well, but it's probably those two. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I I tell you who I don't like though. I am not a Dallas Turner guy at all. Had a great day. Let, him, what, let him I don't have his RS in here. Yet. Let him know. Oh, I just saw uh, Trevor Sikama post the numbers, and they were like really high percentile stuff. Um, Tim puts there. You go, Tim. Can you imagine? Can you imagine Chop actually covering wide receiver? Yes, yes. You know, homeboy has Joe Barry might have been myself a job if if the Packers had Chop Robinson to drop into coverage. Like Joe Barry's like ah, this is this is how I win. Chop Chop has a grand total of 91 coverage snaps in his college career. Every year he has played fewer coverage snaps, 41, 35, and 15. Um, and yeah, he was hurt in 2023, but the the uh percentage of his snaps in coverage has also gone down, not just the raw numbers, it's also the percentage. I say we I say we, you know, we reverse that trend, you know. Um this is this is actually this is actually true right here. Like this is there's a chance this is real. Uh, by green and gold draft report saying LL, but other than tensions, he may be faster than any of the day two safeties. 
yeah, I think it's possible. Um, you know, you know, Mitch, it's possible, man. It's very possible. It's becoming Will McDonald for me. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I think we're getting there. There's no doubt. Aaron Maben 2.0. That's interesting. Um, <laughs> by, okay, by Jim's my missing. Joe Barry would be like, see, it works. I don't know what you're talking about. Chop versus Justin Jefferson. Heck yeah. All right. So this is what we're doing. We're this, by my this, unofficial. JJ, this is why you're good. You're if you put that poll out today instead of you know earlier this week, yeah. I think you're getting a lot more votes right now. Just saying. You're not kidding. Maybe chop I'll rerun is, it. We're going way up with the chop high right now. So Maybe I'll, I'll rerun the poll after the combine is totally over, and we'll see if you and I together can dethrone Ryan. So here's I, I'm going to get less votes because Darius Robinson didn't test well for a defensive oh, end, true. so I'm in trouble. It's true. I'm in trouble. <laughs> I'm just glad you took Darius because I might have taken him if you hadn't taken him. Oh, I think you drafted after me in the first round, didn't you? But still, I did. Yeah, I still. did. I think you took Chop first, but that's interesting from Peter Stone, the NFL Network, compared Chop to Micah. I'm sure they're just doing. I, I, I get it, right? What's they to compare, compare any Penn State edge school. rusher to another one? Like that, all the Penn State guys have green in their RAS cards. Like this is not new. We'll pull. We can pull up a Disa Isaac here any second. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. green. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Like. Are there going to be Kalen King fans after this weekend? Possibly Great. again. It's going to be green, probably. So, like, it's that's the Penn State way. I don't know about this, Adam. Was Van Ness faster than the majority of safeties last year? I don't know. So, Perhaps. actually, that's a question I could answer. But before I do that, by my, we don't have official DB numbers right now, but no, from my unofficial DB numbers, uh, Chop Robinson would run the 40. Faster than all but four safeties <laughs> this year, which would be Bo Braid, Kenny Logan, Mark Perry, and Kalen Bullock. None of Bullock. whom okay. are yeah. projected to go higher than uh, end of the second round. Yes, I if I had to guess of the four, I was going to say Bullock for sure. I, I do think there's a chance Tyler Owens runs really fast. He's like one of the favorites for the 40 time right now from Texas Tech. Um. But uh his 40 is projected, which means nothing, but four five two. Interesting. It's it, that is that is wild because like I'm pretty sure he was like on the um I think he was on the list, if not the favorite, of like odds for the 40, which I was like, oh I gotta go look this guy up now. Um so are what, there measurements that similar? Was my, I guess Parsons was in the two forties, wasn't he? But their yeah. game is like totally different. I just don't see what there is to compare. I think they're trying to compare him to what Micah is now because he's rushing off the edge all the time, basically. And that's yeah, yeah okay, guess. yeah. That that makes sense. This makes more sense. This is What's the athleticism, which I feel like like we kind of mentioned, like you know, you could kind of comp Penn State guys to Penn State guys because it's just how they real play. quick. What- what was the question about the safeties last year? It was Van Ness or Chop yeah, Robinson? Van Ness was from Adam. Well, Van Ness's 40 last year was a four. Nope. Hang on. That's not him. Uh, his 40 last year was a four, five, eight. And the safeties Safety last 40s year. were not great. 
We had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh man, this is way more than I thought. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. About 30 guys total. Hmm. Wow. Faster than that last tough. year. So stuff scene. <laughs> apparently four, five, eight is not that hard to beat with um yeah. now a bunch of these guys went undrafted, so let me filter them out. Okay. And let's let's see where we're at. It's still not gonna be pretty. So you're st- you're still looking at a lot of guys. Lindsay's here. Four, there you one, go. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I know Tim's a saying lot. that a comps lot. not necessarily uh, mean anything. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there. I think I think the idea of like, I think what the the networks are trying to do with comps now is to kind of make them people you know, rather than trying to go back to like 2005, which you know probably be more accurate to do but that seems like what the networks are doing hello jc cowboys network how's it going uh welcome and uh what did who, who did you uh, who who jumped out to you uh this this uh today from the uh defensive line and linebackers oh yeah and then yeah owens did say this yeah he did say he believes the world is uh flat real quick before we go any further <sighs> All who right, I want to get to lots and we're going to get to some linebackers, but yeah. Tip Ryman, who was talking about the birds thing. Listen, for anybody who doesn't know, it's a meme. He doesn't actually believe that. There's a whole subreddit dedicated to like spreading birds aren't real. Okay. He doesn't <laughs> believe it. If you think that this is real and if you're like, I can't believe what an idiot he is, you're just old. That's all it is. You're just old. Well, there you go. Tim says Tyler Owens is trying to get picked by the Jets at 10. That's funny. Saw that. <laughs> uh, Jarrell, how's it going? Oh, yeah, coming over from PTA. Yeah, I'm assuming they just uh, they finished up over there as well. Okay, Byron Murphy. Byron Murphy's that guy. I think he did pretty well this week. We can bring up his card here in a moment. Um, yeah, Murphy's – Murphy, the one – the Murphy thing that he did, I saw, like, he, like – he, like, almost – like, but in – you know, with a pass move, like almost did like the Aaron Donald Dominican Sioux thing where they just like kick and like just punch uh, tackling the tackling dummies. Some violent hands there for sure. Green Gold Draftport saying he goes back to the 1980s for some comps. Um, have a good night, Peter. Hopefully we'll see you uh, tomorrow night. DBs and tight Thanks, ends Peter. for sure. Um, let's talk a lot to really quick JJ we'll get to some linebacker stuff as well because I saw they're out there sure. a lot too I know that was the big thing this week was he going to get cleared medically and was he going to be as good of an athlete uh you know as relative to his peers he's obviously not the most explosive player he doesn't win like chop Robinson wins that's not his game but to see this kind of you know this that we can we can we can work with this this is fine here at the six four and three quarters 259. Yeah. Uh, the explosion stuff was good. We can take those middling numbers, the one six two unofficial. That will work very, very well. If you have a good ten, it, the, the ten yard split, if that translates to the first few steps of your rush, and we know how good Latu is at countering, we're we're, we're in uh we're in good shape there, uh, with him playing on the edge. JJ, any thoughts else on Latu's day today? Well, by far the most interesting part to me was him saying that. None of the NFL teams he's talked to have any, had any concerns about their retirement. Um, so that's hey, huge, if the teams haven't even asked about it, asked him about it, I don't care about it. So 
this this is probably gonna be the last time you're ever gonna hear me mention his retirement. Consider it settled in my mind. Yeah, I, I think you know. It, it doesn't seem like it. I don't think he is. I don't think it's gonna come out like later this week. I think we've already we would have already heard about it, right? He, they've done the on field workouts. They've done all the testing. Like, I feel like we would have heard something at this point on Latu, which is great news for him. I'm happy for him. He's earned himself a first round a selection yeah. to this point, and like it would have stunk to see that obviously derailed by the by the medical stuff. Obviously, you know, prioritize that over everything else. But it's great that he's you know made that comeback, and now looks like at this point he's on his way to being a first round pick. Unfortunately, Brian coming in saying arms are too short. That's it's a tough scene. Um, let's see. Uh, yes, but Kevin Cole told us not to worry about arm length. So it's true. Well, yeah, but you know, Green, you know, Green Bay and their thresholds, though. You know, you know. Hey, Brian, we, we don't know. But he Brian wants knows. About Brian knows. whether the Packers will draft him. I'm yeah. telling you that it's, it does not going to have any bearing on whether or not he's a good player. It's true. It's a good point. Yes, absolutely. Which we want to make sure. Yeah, we're kind of going over this as well for for all teams. I, I still think Latu. If I were, you know, unfortunately, Chicago. Minnesota, <laughs> like, you know, teams would probably be considering taking him, you know, that early potentially in the draft. He's, he's been that good. Uh, Jarrell Lee says Fisk, Fisk was the golden boy today. There's no doubt about it. Uh, yes. The, the, one of the, one of the drivers here in chat a long time about Peyton Wilson. Um, if what he says, if Wilson makes the 41 roll the dice, he's that good. He's pretty, he's pretty darn good. He's pretty darn good. Mark Zambito's back here. How's it going? Uh this guy's Barney Arms, that's funny. It's like the it's like the dinosaur and meet the Robinsons. Big head and little arms. Yeah. Like shakes him around. It's very it's very funny. Mm-hmm. Um appreciate sure you chasing well Cowboys Network on the out. like button. What was that? Sorry. Not sure how well this plan was thought out. <laughs> that's good. That is good. Uh Kringle Draftport wants to see Latu's bench numbers. I don't know if he's gonna. I, I'm assuming he would have done them, but we'll see. I, I guess there's there's more to come for sure on that. Um, Jarrell Lee, I saw you post this in the PTA like uh, before it started. Uh, see KJ Wright as a comp for for Chop Robinson. I I, I got Sam linebacker. To talk about Sam linebacker. We like that. Um, do we want to hit? Does anybody in chat or JJ? Yeah. Do we want to hit any other defensive linemen potentially? I got a linebacker I want to talk about. Before we go, well, before yeah, before we go to linebacker, is there anybody? I would I'll, I'll pull up. I'll pull up one that I want to mention because he's interesting. Um, to me. Um, I don't know do if it's Miles Cole. I don't know if it's Rook or Ruke. We haven't done Miles Cole. Um, we can bring him up in a second. Ruke or sure? Rook. Or Roro from from Clemson, defensive tackle, 6'4", 294, 34-inch arm length. There's a 169 unofficial on the 10-yard split. Jumps look really good. You know, he is I, – I, maybe Mark – they might do bench tomorrow. I'm trying to remember what the schedule is if they, if they bench after all the other testing. I, I keep forgetting when bench is. That's like the one um, – part of this i don't remember when they do it um it might be the day after all this but aurora is an interesting one 
um for a lot of teams looking you know i think the film looked really really solid like it, it seems like and i'm pretty sure he's the guy who's you know he's only done this for a few years he's he's new ish to football like that's uh that's exciting for sure i know there was a lot of talk we could bring up byron murphy's really quick right he's six foot and six foot zero and a half 297 splits look good all uh, across the board there Okay, Mark thinks so as well. I assume that means maybe bench is tomorrow. Uh, oh, there was one other guy because, yeah, yeah, Dwayne Carter. Because a lot of people are starting to like you know him as a kind of a mid-run option for the Packers. Defensive tackle, numbers look solid there. 173, 10-yard splits in the 81st percentile. Verticals in the 88th. A little shorter, 6'2 and 3 ace, but he gets to 303. And Brian is an over-over-row guy. There you go. Every time you, you say his last name, you sound like Scooby-Doo. Yep, it's, that's true. But can't confirm that's how you say it, and I, I just enjoy saying it for sure. Can you, um, can you say it one more time, but with, like, with a Scooby-Doo accent? A row, row. Row. Yeah, I can say that <laughs> for sure. That's why we're friends. Love you, man. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> so, yeah. Ben no hesitation. You hear, hear that, you guys? No hesitation from this man. He just Zero. leapt into it. Zero. Zero. That was Mark Zambito says some scores will change when they do the bench. Dude, yeah. the scores have been changing like by the minute. I've been it's so it's wild. So the, the RIS website is is not working at the moment, but Kentley Platt is tweeting out RIS scores. Yeah. I have gone in like I, I just as he tweets a new one out, I grab the number and I go manually and put it into my database. And yeah. I've now overwritten scores that he's given us <laughs> and then given us the new one like seven well, times it's because they're unofficial you know that's that's yeah the, that's the tough part but you, but, you said but you I, wanted I to... already had like seven updates already yeah. seven no seven people who have had updated rs's already so yeah because i'm sure the 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 40s and the 10s and all that are going to be are going to be coming official now um and i know you from past years too like even like over the course of a number of days and weeks after the combine they're still going in there and they're tweaking stuff and like the RAS, you know, there, there is kind of a little bit of fluctuation until the draft, basically. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't know what they're changing, but yeah, I don't think, I don't think they should pro day pro day thing. unless they're doing a new test, like unless they're doing it like new, I don't need to see another 40. We've seen it. Like this is, we don't need to take the 0.05 off that we know you guys are shaving. For, for their 40s and 10s and all that we don't we don't need that like we don't, we don't need it um jj i know you want to talk about miles cole quick and then we'll quickly get to the linebackers and probably yeah, get out of here. 66278 36 and 7 8 inch arm length that's insane broad jump of 10 it's 84th verticals 84th percentile 166 is 72nd percentile on the 10 yard split Intriguing. he's just such an interesting guy because i really kind of view him way more in the nfl at least as more of a defensive tackle than a defensive end interesting personally but he didn't play inside hardly at all in college he also just didn't really have the production ever like his counting stats just weren't that great his grades overall weren't that great but he's an athletic freak i think he has the size you know he's a little bit light maybe mm-hmm. 
but not a lot light to play inside. Yeah. What's, what, what, what are your thoughts? Sounds like you disagree about that. I, I just think like, I think for a guy who struggles to like leverage pretty well and use his hands. And again, he's taller. So it's harder to, to, to establish good leverage when you're taller than a lot of guys you're going up against, or at least as tall. Sure. Um, I just think he like, it feels like the play strength with him isn't always the best. He kind of got pushed around a little bit in mobile when he started facing some of the top tackles. Yeah. It's hard. This is kind of another like Texas tech. Once again, a kind of a Tyree Wilson thing where he's just tall, freaky athlete. Like there's a lot of potential there um, to work off of, but you know, it's, it's a tough projection because it's just, I didn't Wilson Wilson do his test. rookie year. With not good, Raiders. not good, not good. I, I really not did not like Wilson not at all. It was not good. It's not good. He's basically was just an athletic freak who kind of didn't really know how to play football. Wow. He was 24. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That, uh, yeah, 24. Yeah, he was 24 last year. I guess he, well, he was born in 2000, so he was only 23 at the time, but still. Mm. As, as a rough rookie season. Yeah, it was not great. Uh, 18 and a half percent missed tackles his rookie season. Yeah, he did not. It was not great. It was not great. Um, But yeah, Tim, so the reason it changes is right. Like, yeah, it's comparing guys to the same position. So like when the one person updates, everybody has to update because they're either moving down or up. Right, and then if you're updating multiple guys at the time, you guys are just you know shooting up down all over the place because everything's not set, and that's like that's tougher, um, tougher. Yeah, they did have a stopwatch issue in 22 when all these guys ran. It was it was very weird because um, yeah, Watson did run like the 428 unofficial. I think like Wilson's and Olave's Olave's was like four, three, three, I think maybe something like that unofficial. It went up to like, I think four, three, nine, four, four, three, eight, something like that. Um, I think his pro day was pretty good though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Of course. Short, shorten that track a little bit. 38 yards That 38 yard dash was sick. Uh, uh, You should see my 30 yard dash. There you go. (laughs) There it is. Uh, I think I could beat. Uh, Chop Robinson, if you give me a 20 yard dash, I think I could beat him. <laughs> I think I could beat him. Uh, Mark Sambito says, I saw Robinson, uh, Darius Robinson listed as defensive tackle instead of a defensive end. Yeah, it seemed like he t- obviously he, his numbers looked a lot better as a defensive tackle. It was not the best in terms of the 10 yard split and obviously the 20 and 40 in terms of a defensive end. So that was, yeah, a, a little tougher to see there. Um, we did cover him uh, earlier in the show. It was one of the first guys we talked about because obviously, right? He's been he's been on the Packer train for a while. There's been a lot of talk about him. So, uh, should we get to some linebackers? Perhaps can we do Nathaniel Watson, Mississippi State? Yeah, absolutely. Let's let's do Nathaniel Watson. Here we go. I mean, we don't have. We only have. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. He was two forty four in Mobile. That was not that long ago. Wow. Did not what, what are your that. thoughts on a 233 middle linebacker in the NFL? That's pretty light. 
I think it can work if the play strength is good and you can see him getting off tackles well, right? Like if he's if he's playing strong and he's getting through tackles or at least has an answer around them and, and a plan where like, you know, you see like the Nick Boltons of the world who he has sh- shorter arms. So it, it's always hard for him to engage and then disengage. So he has to have a plan to get around guys. And if I mean, you don't have if you yeah. don't have one of those, it's very it's a lot tougher. It's a lot yeah. tougher. He had no. 46 run stops, 13 tackles for loss, two forced fumbles, just a 7.7% missed tackle rate, which I wouldn't be surprised if that's third best in this class. I know there was a couple guys who were hovering right around 6%. Yeah. Uh 90 tackling grade. It seems like at 233, we're looking more to play further out in the formation, further away from you know the, the center, right? Further away from the offensive line, you're letting him play right. in space. I mean, the fourth six three is a nice thing to look at there. Um, it's a nice. What thing about too. holy cow? What about thoughts on him as a will linebacker in this new Packers defense? I think that's probably. That's probably uh, that's probably for the best, but 10-yard split, really, really good. You know, if you're explosive and you're reactive and on time, you know, and you have an answer to get around guys, ultimately you're going to have to be able to, to get off blocks to play middle. But, like, yeah, I, I, I don't see any problem with him as a will linebacker. I, I'm surprised that, that we see this big of a drop because he was, like I mentioned, he was – he was 244 uh in mobile. So to drop I almost wonder, for the for the I almost time. wonder you see those poor so, explosion grades. I almost wonder if he dropped weight to try and get those explosion grades up a little bit. That could be. That could be. Which I mean so that's interesting. The ten yards really good. It is interesting. Jumps, I mean, the, the jumps aren't always wonder how I many think, guys do that. How many guys no, diverge at that point? Nobody cares about the broad jump at all. <laughs> the vert. Well, well reg- regret to inform you, if you look at Packers running backs, I think they care about it a little bit. At least. Well, he, okay, but he's not a running back. No, I know. I know. I'm That's just saying, like, like the vert matters a little more. And, and 31's not great. Yeah, 31's. Yeah, that's it's not the best. No. It is not. Green Gold Draft Report is highlighting that one five nine unofficial ten yard split, which is pretty nice. Yeah, that's a, that's a good number, and the fourth six three is official. So, I imagine that won't. I don't think that'll move the ten yard very much if that four six is official. So, but yeah, 10 no real problem good. with the arm length or or anything there. No. It's fine. You know, if we see some good agility testing, that would obviously be helpful to boost this number. But do we get the agility drills tomorrow? I don't know. It for seems the, like they the group today. Maybe I was I always thought they did them with the jumps at the same time when they weren't running the so 40. But yeah, I don't know. Unless they're unless they're being updated, you know, later tonight and, and they're a little bit later. Um couple quick Guys, to note, obviously, we mentioned SDN says teams will run at Watson. 
Yeah. I mean, teams are going to run at your will linebacker. Such a, I wonder if, I mean, you know, potentially. <laughs> I mean, he's he's not playing defensive end. Right. right. Like they got to get through your D line to run at him, I guess. Yeah. Ah, JJ, these no, ah, six three and seven eight two thirty three. Dude, I'm gonna. Uh, hey, the the, the, the jumps are better too. The jumps are better than the seventy second, seventy third percentile. Compared it's to gonna Watson, suck right? so much seeing him in a different team's uniform. Official four four three. Official four four three. One five four ten yard. Wow. Come on, wow. <laughs> come on. Listen. I don't care if this trans. I, I know it doesn't translate to NFL success. I know that. I don't care. It is fun as heck to watch elite athletes do putting up these. Oh yeah, that's that's what that's what the combine is for sure. It's it's what? it's a lot of fun. If you're if you're not having fun right now, what are you doing with the combine? Fifteen years ago, what position would Peyton Wilson have been playing? Would he have been a safety? <laughs> yeah, it would have been strong <laughs> safety. Yeah, essentially, um, fullback. No, probably he's not even big enough for that. Can you play running back? He might be a tailback, actually. Tall, yeah. yeah, tall running back, you know? Mm. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Wilson, Wilson I agree with Green and Gold draft report. Wilson could be a star. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, he could play the star. Oh, oh, oh. He said play the star. My bad. My bad. Got Peyton Wilson on the brain. Um, <laughs> uh, there were a couple others. Yeah, come on. Talk to me. Ah, oh, talk to me. Cedric Gray. Six one and a half. So a little bit shorter, but 234. 35.5 in the verge, JJ. Get our 80, 80th percentile there. 159, 10 yard official 464. We like it. It's pretty we good. Like we like that. Yeah. It's it's Cedric Gray and Peyton Wilson season. Oh, guys, is any or oh my gosh, a Penn State guy with a nine starting? Who could have seen this coming? <laughs> alert, alert the press. <laughs> Another Penn State guy has an RES above nine. Where's it, he's Isaac? <laughs> Wait, I, I did show him briefly. Did you? I did show him briefly. Yeah. Oh, this was the other guy I wanted to talk about, but he's listed right now as a defensive tackle, which is interesting. We'll have to find Neyland. We might need to bring him up later this week and put him at defensive end because obviously at 267 we're not but uh neil go back go back go back quick quick. oh can you not see it let me see no i i'm i keep he's got three cone stuff too by the way so they did run it today we just don't have the numbers yeah we just don't have them so that's gonna be that's tough scene so we're not crazy yeah we're just not gonna get him during the show unfortunately it's a tough scene. If only we were live streaming every single night or something. If we were live streaming for four hours, we'll have the numbers. I, midnight, we'll have them. Promise. <laughs> midnight Freaking tops. Flat is running Zadarius Smith, Antonio Brown, and Vontez Perfect. Yeah, I Sorry, saw I the Antonio that. Brown one uh, when I was looking at it. I, I want to know what the d- defensive end score is so bad here. Because obviously he's going to be 98th and 99th percentile, like everything. Because it's a defensive tackle listing right here. I need to see the defensive end numbers with Neyland. But another guy, you know, middle rounds, Green Bay goes defensive end. I could see that for sure. Um, got to find 
where is not Ufo show? Don't have a lot of linebackers. This was one I was interested in. Is Jalen Ford from Texas? Well, he's six two and three ace two forty. Bigger cat at linebacker. Would have loved to see a forty. Um, obviously, we'll see on the agility testing what those are. But usually, I, I thought if you go last with the agility testing, usually your numbers are in. So I don't know. Like the linebackers should have been doing this first. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, before we go, anyone want anybody got anybody they want to bring up? Uh, I know obviously there's a lot of talk with these two guys. Uh, Junior Colson was six two and a quarter, two thirty eight. No testing numbers across the board. He's not doing them. <sighs> well, that's just great. But we do have this. So Edron Cooper, linebacker okay. from Texas A and M. He was two. He was two twenty seven. Uh, at the Shrine Bowl. Obviously, he was dealing with injury. I'm sure that contributed a little bit. He was, I think, listed at 232 um, at Texas A&M. So he's 230 here, 6'2 and an 8th, 34 jar length. He definitely looks like on film. He's got long arms. Jumps look solid. Uh, and then you got a 4.51 and a 1.54 uh, 10 yard split unofficial. Looking pretty solid. Drilly, he's on. He's he's on the screen. Here he is. For all of those who are very interested in Cooper playing, will linebacker in Green Bay. Here you go. Two thirty. That is. That is something else. It's a new age. It's a new age until uh, teams run the ball more than they throw again, and then they'll need two hundred forty-five pound linebackers again. Maybe two fifty. Oh, Two thirty six two two thirty. It's just, it's just stuff. Tiny. You can't stuff. Mince words. Now, that's a little heavy. It's thought. not Marquise Bell. Tiny, right? Playing for Dallas at linebacker, but true. Traditionally, I mean, uh, our. It, so. I think at the whatever the Senior Bowl, Shrine Bowl, whatever. I think he was a two twenty seven. Yes, where, wherever. Mm-hmm. So 230 yeah, Brian, is, a, Brian you Bowl. know, yep. he's had a couple ham sandwiches, drank a lot of water and got health. Maybe obviously got healthier, you know, was able to run and do a lot there because I don't think he did anything at the Shrine Bowl other than weigh in. These are some pretty good numbers. I guess I'm fine with it. But this there does make me lean, a, you know, I guess I might give the edge a little bit to Peyton Wilson. It's fair. How could you not? <laughs> How could you not? We're just we're just geeked over Chop and Peyton Wilson. Funny enough, the two guys that are in the thumbnail on this on this live stream. Such a coincidence. Shocked. <laughs> shocked. Um did both of those guys get drafted in our mock draft the other day, our five five rounder? I don't think anybody picked Wilson because because PFF had him in like the late twenties, right? They had him ranked like twenty eight. So I don't think well, anybody's picking him there. So when Cooper DeGene goes at seven overall, you know it's gonna be a it's wonky, a little board. wonky. Yeah. But, yeah, there you go. Edron Cooper looking solid. Um, were there any other linebackers that were worth bringing up? I feel like no. Um, I b- briefly brought him up. I know Johnny Newton. He was 6'1 and three quarters, 304, by the way. 
Um, just for anybody interested, he's not doing any of the testing. I think that might be it. I don't think there was I'm anybody. I don't have anything more on Junior Colson to talk about. Yeah, I know that that was tough that he wasn't doing a lot, and then Jalen Ford didn't run. Uh, we got Eichenberg stuff here. Let's do Eichenberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was yeah, he he's really here. Well? I didn't see his number. Yeah, let's finish with Eichenberg here, and we'll call okay. it. Uh, we'll call it an evening here. This is a good one. Six two and three yeah. ace two thirty three. It's just it's it's just a new age. We're looking at sub two thirty five in, in a lot of places for these guys, I'm, and, and which stinks because you had you had Nathaniel Watson who was at two forty four the Senior Bowl, then drops down to two thirty three. Like that was. I'm a little disappointed. I'm a little disappointed. I want to check one thing. We can come back to Tommy. I saw him here, and I know he ran. Yeah. Where are we at? Oh, yeah. Traven Wallace was at 244 at Mobile 2, and he's 237 now. Guy's dropping weight to run at the combine. Traven Wallace, though. Might have to have Wallace a conversation. Wallace is interesting because he's like – Kind of a conversation. He's like all athlete. And super raw, and I have no idea how old he is. Yeah, and like ten yard, if, ten yard split, not ideal, not the best one. Uh, but Wallace wow, so he can clearly young. close though, because goodness sakes, <laughs> we'll go from a one six two ten yard to four five one. That's it's impressive. But sorry, did not mean to cut you off there. No, it's okay. If Wallace is super young, I'm intrigued because okay. he's like. The production isn't there. The grades aren't there. The athleticism, like the body is there for days. And yeah. he just didn't put up any of the type of numbers that you'd want to see anywhere. You know, like the, the nicest thing I can say is the 18% missed tackle rate, which is middle of the pack. Yeah. Um, 86.8 passer rating when targeted, 88% completion rate. I don't know. He's he's like a huge bundle of potential. And if I knew how old he was, well, that would inform a lot of my opinion. Well, really quick before we – I think we'll call it with Wallace, but I just want to see okay. how many years he played for Kentucky. At the very least, it'd give us something. Uh oh. Hold up. It? I see three seasons of play. So he might be it's possible he is. Brian Moffey has him as a third year junior. Oh, young player was at the senior bowl. That's interesting. Former four star. We have now put him. I'm I'm just gonna read Brian's full notes because I found him interesting. Let's do it. Let's do it. Four star from Georgia, big time hype during the summer of twenty one. Top reserve. What does top reserve mean? Is he just like a backup? That must mean what that is. Overall, had a rough go of it. Yes, he did. Terrible run defense grade. Yep. Below average run D. Good tackler and in coverage. Consistently average grades in twenty three. Four sacks, one interception. I just feel like this dude is just like he's all potential it's good he's you know in near he's not in year six so i think right, you got right. i think you got to put him in the intrigued bucket I, I mean it seems like yeah junior no question about it he's in the bucket so he's like okay so let me see here where where is he 
He's currently projected in the fifth round, end of the fifth round. Yeah. Meets everything we're looking for for minimums. Um, Just not that productive. 1.18 impact plays per game. Really basically split time in coverage and run defense. Uh, not a lot of pass rush attempts, just 60. Not terrible, but uh, he got home 31% of the time, which is fine yeah. for a linebacker. Okay. He's intriguing. Uh, yeah. 10 missed tackles, but uh, 45 tackles made. 26 run stops, eight tackles for loss, a forced fumble. He's interesting. Very much feels like a developmental guy. Hmm. Yeah, I I think it's I think it's possible for sure. Oh, I like Um, drill about uh, Fred Warner being two twenty nine. Is he playing at two twenty nine? Because I see his RAS card from the twenty eighteen draft, and it says six three and three ace two thirty six is what I got him. Eh, with seven pounds. Come on. Guess they go. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's true. It's true. I think Brian hits on the head here for sure. We're kind of talking about that bit where it just seems like there's just it's a lot of potential right now. Which you know, there you go. Oh, Tim, 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 you got you got the number. What are we looking at? What's the RAS score number for defensive end? Oh yes. Thank you. Yes. Oh yes. Marshawn Neeland. That's what we like to see that. I know he was like uh where is he? Oh wait a minute. What about here's was his defensive tackle, but it's good to hear that he's a nine five eight. What did the Tim? Do you, if you have it on hand, what did the one six six ten yard split give him percentile wise? As well as what this the what's the three cone percentile? Would love to know those for him at um, at defensive end. Because yeah, I mean six three two sixty seven. That's pretty good. That's While we wait for that number, linebacker. what Lulu Foscio? You want to bring him up? I can bring him up really quick. Nine five five. This is the last guy. We have to call it after this, folks. We have to. There we go. Yeah, one more. Two thirty six. Oh, Fred Warner was two thirty six. There we go. It's over. <laughs> how how tall is Fred Warner? Yeah. Wait a minute. Okay. One the one six six is seventy. Is how tall? Six three and three eighths. Fred Warner is six feet three inches tall. Six three for Fred Warner. That his R I found his RAS card. Yeah, six three and, and change three eighths. Um, okay, look at that vert. Look at that vert. Yeah, thirty nine. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm. At two, at at yeah. That's. I mean, we'll take that for sure. Um, this, this so the one six six athletic group today. So really quick for for. For Neyland, the 166 10 yard split is the 72nd percentile. We can work with that. Uh, Tim, what was his uh, his three cone? I think was 702. What is the three cone percentile number that you get for him as a defensive end? Just the three cone, whatever that uh, 702 
nets you. I imagine it's going to be in the in the yellow range. I would think. Um, Green and Gold Draftport says Neyland is a stud, my boys. He's an edge with below average first step, but tough and great in pursuit. Uh, no, Brian, we did not bring up uh, Tyrese Knight. We can. That's Brian. I'm trying to wrap up a show here, and you know, you just you, we got you. We're bringing up bringing up more more cast to look at. We, we'll look at him. Oh, oh, oh! It's a nine oh four seven. Really, a seven oh two three cone is as ninetieth percentile. That's kind of surprised at that, but we'll take that. Neyland, yeah, welcome. Yeah, so here's Tyrese Knight, six foot zero and, and a half, two thirty three. Loving the ten yard splits from a lot of these linebackers. Those are good numbers. A lot of one five fours. Someone, uh, wow, that is. I, I I'm very shocked that it's a ninetieth percentile. But there you go, Tyrese Knight, to call it an evening. Some stuff here. Anything, uh, anything on him, JJ, or uh... it's about what I was expecting size wise. Okay. Um, tiny bit taller, tiny bit lighter. Seems to be. He played the, a uh... lot of coverage snaps. Three thirty. Uh, 11% missed tackle rate, 75 run stops. Holy crap. That's a lot of run stops. Um, hold on real quick here. I want to see that is the most in this class. That's what I thought. Wow. It's the most in this class by 11. Wow. Okay. <laughs> 15 tackles for lost one. That's to watch this cat now. One forced fumble, just 15 missed tackles. 117 tackles made. That is most in this class by 20. Uh, in coverage, 106.9 passer rating when targeted. Really low pressure rate. Uh, he has five sacks, nine hurries, seven hits, 21 total pressures on 43 pass rush attempts. Kind of just too small a sample size to really take anything yeah. away from there. Um, so definitely coverage is kind of his worst area, but it's not bad. It's just not great. Right. If he could come downhill and make some plays, get off blocks, we'll take that. For We'll take that. For kind, of, for kind of a shorter dude who's a little bit heavier for his height, you know, you're getting a thumping run defender. That's what you're getting in Tyrese Knight. Yeah. We'll take that. I think 406 we'll take that. run defense snaps. That is second most. Wow. it's a lot. Who is this with 418? Uh, Miami of Ohio, Matt Salopec. Huh. Or Salopec. I don't know. I haven't watched that guy. I've not gotten around to Miami of Ohio. That's for sure. No. Well, Brian seems to think Knight is a Packer, and he also says Conference USA better than the Mac. Of course, of course, of course. A um, couple more from Tim: that the the shuttle that that Nealon did is in the ninety six percentile for defensive ends. <laughs> oh, oh, it's so good. Which player for, for Nealand? For Nealand, oh, guys, yeah, just yeah. guys, just cooking out here. We love that. Yeah, I'll right, take so a look Neyland at that. Nealand at defensive end. All right, got it. Yeah. I, I will definitely be taking a look at that, Tim, for sure. Um, appreciate Tim. I appreciate you. Appreciate you hanging out in the in the chat tonight and um, contributing a lot. That was it, it's always good when we got people like you and obviously 
Brian and Green Gold Draft and a lot of others who, you know, come in and, and help drive conversation because that's that's what it's about. I think we're going to be back here tomorrow night talking DBs and tight ends. That's the plan. Uh, and obviously, if you guys are like, oh, I saw this complete card. Do you want to talk about, you know, this is a complete thing. When, when all that comes in, we can we could probably do that. Right. As of right now, I believe JJ said he's planning to be here tomorrow night. Um, actually, right I now. haven't really. So oh. which groups we get tomorrow? We got DBs and tight ends tomorrow. All right. I'm going to have to make it here for tomorrow. I think DBs, uh, maybe probably Sunday. I definitely won't be there. Yeah. Saturdays and maybe I'll. I, I'm going to try and make it here tomorrow because I just sounds I'm, good. I'm too DBs, excited man. about this this DB group. We have to we have to do we were we're talking about this how much how much you know how many safeties is Chop Robinson going to beat in the forty? We're going to have to find that out tomorrow. We're going right. to have to be there. We're going to have to. Be and there. to Brian's so, point, JJ's yeah. wife said I'm a tight end, and that is absolutely true. All right, she loved my tight end. All right. <laughs> Mike says James Williams. Yeah, that's another. You know. At 2.30, you know, he puts on weight. He's an interesting, interesting move uh, to linebacker. He's got some hit power, too. Thank you, Green and Gold Draft, for bringing plenty of info and plenty of, of conversation as well. Mick, hello. Uh, it is uh, – we're going to call it right here for day one combine reactions. Um, JJ, let them know where they can follow you really quick uh, on the way out here. Yeah, follow me at J-J-L-A-H-E-Y. That's Leahy on twitter and uh, listen to packernet derailed every monday night these days me and jake and uh pack daddy cutting it up having a yeah. good time yeah you can obviously follow me at jake and Earl draft on twitter make sure you hit that like button subscribe as well and uh, if you're listening on the pod uh hopefully we'll have a few more episodes uh, of combine reactions and they're gonna be pretty beefy it seems so uh Hopefully that'll give you something uh, to listen to on this weekend. Enjoy, everyone. Uh, We will see you tomorrow night. Uh, Thank you all.